0: Hi there. I've decided to split this episode into two, as I had a lot to say. Here's part one. It's day five of my time at the Federated Logic Conference. This week, I've been attending the Foundations of Programming Summer School on the topic of logic and learning. It's a blend between the techniques of machine learning and logic programming. I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far. After yesterday's afternoon off, it was straight back into a full day of lectures today. Additionally, tonight was our social dinner in the impressive dining room at St. John's College. More on that later. This morning, I had a very quick breakfast before heading to the first lecture of the day. I expected to be feeling renewed and refreshed today, but a couple of beers followed by podcasting at night meant I was feeling rather tired. Luckily, the first lecture was incredibly interesting and my tiredness subsided promptly. The lecture was titled, Learning in Verification, and it was about how we can use machine learning as a helpful component in a software verification system. I should probably first explain what software verification is. Let's say you're working for a small company called Boeing, and you're writing the autopilot software for your newest aeroplane. For some reason, your employers have all these requirements to do with safety. Apparently, it's not okay for the aeroplane systems to reboot while it's in the middle of a flight between Hong Kong and Honolulu. You argue this seems a little arbitrary, but you go along with it anyway, as you need to pay for your holiday to Honduras next week. Joking aside, for these kinds of safety-critical systems, we need strong assurances they work correctly. For most programs we write, it's impossible to tell if they're bug-free. We write tests that exercise portions of the system's behaviour, but these are far from exhaustive. Is it possible to prove that a system behaves correctly? Well, software verification tries to do this. If our programs aren't too large, we can feed them into these verifiers and ask questions about them, like Is it possible for the system to shut down the engines at 30,000 feet, or to forget to lower the landing gear when approaching the runway? This typically works by specifying a set of properties or invariants that should hold, no matter what. The verifier then inspects this code and tries to find ways to violate these invariants. If it can find a way, then your system has failed to meet its specification, and you should fix it. Hopefully, the verifier will report that, despite its best efforts, it was unable to find a way to violate an invariant. Of course, there's a good chance the verifier will never finish. The computation required to carry out an exhaustive check like this grows exponentially, and for Turing-complete languages, this problem is undecidable in the general case. As an aside, it's sometimes possible to generate a working implementation of a system from the specification alone. This is called synthesis, but we didn't cover that today. Some verifiers are better than others and use clever heuristics to rapidly figure out problems with your program. The topic of this lecture was on applying machine learning techniques to produce these heuristics. The basic idea was to represent the program as a Markov decision process. You can probabilistically analyse which regions of the code are reachable and focus the efforts of the verifier in regions that are more likely to reach known bad states that violate invariants. The lecturer explained a technique called Bounded Real-Time Dynamic Programming that achieves this. Another topic of the lecture was on how to communicate the safety of this system in a succinct way. As systems get larger, it becomes more difficult to understand the proof generated by the verifier. Ideally, we want a nice, succinct, readable proof that can be double-checked by a human or some other independent system. There was a lot of detail about how to compactly represent a proof using binary decision diagrams or decision trees. It was very interesting. During a coffee break, I spoke with AJ, who works at Bell Labs in France. He's trying to apply verification techniques to Internet of Things devices to ensure they behave correctly. He explained that all devices run on a single platform, and it's his job to formally specify how these systems should behave and then verify them. As you'd expect, for IoT devices, the kinds of things you have to test is quite different, and a common use case is for thousands of these devices to be in use at the same time. This imposes some interesting challenges on the problem. At lunchtime today, I met Simon, who is studying a PhD, though I can't remember which field it was in. I asked Simon about his background, and he explained that he worked in industry for many years and was CTO of a successful company. We discussed the pros and cons of working at startups when it comes to solving challenging, academic-type problems, and the paths back into education if you want to study a PhD. For example, some companies offer sponsorships, or part-time if you're working on a related problem. The afternoon session was probably my favourite lecture so far. Similar in vain to the first lecture, it was about combining verification with machine learning, except this was almost the exact opposite problem. In this lecture, we explored how to verify the behaviour of neural networks using formal verification. So rather than using machine learning to power the verification, this was about using verification to ensure the behaviour of a trained network. To explain this, let's return to our aeroplane analogy. Let's say you've verified the plane systems and they all check out okay, but now version 2 of the collision avoidance software has been written, and they'd like you to verify that too. One problem though, the collision avoidance system is actually a neural network that's been trained on gigabytes of near-miss data from other aeroplanes around the world. The actual use case the lecturer explained was a project he did for the FCC, working on a collision avoidance system for autonomous drones. More on this in part two.